0: And welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 190. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside Two Fresh Crush.
1: Hi. That's a good name. That's a hot name, y'all. Oh, don't, don't, don't be on that side, Mike. Please. And
0: the one and only Snow Bike Mike returns. How are you? How are you?
1: Do you want I'm back for me three. Do you want to? Do you want
0: to introduce two fresh crush for us, Mike? Have you got? Have you got? You got that? What, what, what intro, No, no, you
1: me? you crush that. I, I, I'm low energy, Mike, right now, so <laughs> I can't. Do, I can't do adjustments. I want All to, right. but I can't fair enough remember if you
0: want this show early head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer my xbox and me is our weekly xbox podcast uh you can get the show early over there and a bunch of other goodies and we'll talk about that more later on in the show we're on all podcast services including youtube youtube.com slash mcfixer check out youtube.com slash snowbite mike and twitch.tv the yeah. uh, <laughs> i was almost there i was almost there <laughs> uh we've got two patreon producers this month one being Ooh. the first mike lynch if you don't know who mike lynch is he's been supporting this show since day dotty uh, and uh mike without you the show does not happen he's not streaming at the moment so he's got nothing to promote but just thank you so much mike for the support and obviously beyond that we have the one and only super killer bunny man that super killer bunny has this to say it says if you want to watch a stream where basically nothing happens and maybe it's not even a stream and maybe you just want to play uh play something but couldn't decide just like our patreon producer snow uh super killer bunny check him out at twitch.tv slash bunny on one of the days off uh on one of the days of the week most weeks 60 percent of the time he lives 30 percent of the time thank you bunny for supporting the show And uh, yeah, Bunny Bunny was like, do I have to write one every week? I'm like, yeah, if you want. He's like, whatever, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. No problemo. Topic of the show this week, boys. 2020 is upon us soon. So I thought Mm. we could just discuss one, just one, one, what is our 2020 game we're most excited about? koresh we'll start with you obviously i've got a little list here of games that was just to sort of help people so don't have to be doesn't have to be on this list but uh what is your most anticipated game for 2020 obviously e3's happened now we know what everything was 2020 2020 2020 so if you had to pick one thing what would it be
2: cyberpunk 2077 Ah, so
0: easy so boring yeah so the choice.
2: I mean,
1: I got the jacket here.
0: Yeah, whatever. We don't care about your refree swag. We'll get to, we'll get <laughs> got, to all that. We'll get to all that. we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. Why, Crash?
2: Uh, just everything the game's saying you can do. To really be free to do whatever you want. Deal with any situation, whatever you want. Well, only, to upgrade your character any way you want. Only one no. of
0: us here have seen Cyberpunk. And that, that's that was true. Krish. And that would be... <laughs>
1: that was me i saw 30 minutes of hot alpha gameplay two different versions of your character v and it was so so dope night city is awesome we rode a sick motorcycle keanu reeves showed up he's like Snowbike mike you can do it and i was like i can do it you're right but i will say the gameplay is super dope you can do different alternate routes they showed us one gal who was super strong she was ripping off Uh, Elevator door She went up to this guy Ripped off one of his arms And then beat him with it Then he showed us The hacker version And the hacker version Had this really cool Red whip rope Looking thing And he was lobbing off People's arms Lobbing off their heads And he was like You want to see something Even cooler You can hack into people And he like lobbed He whipped him in the head And he hacked the guy And he was like Ah And then he took control Of the dude It was awesome (laughs) So, yeah, I'm all about <laughs> Cyberpunk. I'm all about it.
0: Is that your most anticipated 2020 game?
1: Uh, You know what? I was going to choose a different one because I was actually blown away by a different game at E3. Wait, but I what? will say Cyberpunk was one of my number one games of show over there.
0: Okay. Well, So if you had to pick one for next year, what would it be?
1: If I had to pick one, it would be Watch Dogs Legion. Ooh. Watch Dogs Legion has me really, really excited. Uh, Shout out to Blind Gamer Steve. Blind Gamer Steve got us to cut the line and see 35 minutes of Watch Dogs Legion. And I thought the game was very ambitious. The idea behind it was pretty wild. Um, You know, I don't know if it will be as great as Cyberpunk, but the idea to be able to run around London, recruit any character. And I mean, anyone. Yeah. Like, it was just like the trailer showed you. We dropped into a world. She's like, hey, who do you want to recruit? We looked around a bar. We went outside into the street. We looked at 20 different people. She's like, you can recruit anybody you want. And the cool thing is, is like, if you see Crash, you can save him in your phone, and we can still go recruit MC Fixer right now, and we can find Crash later on. Oh, okay. And so Crash, when you bring up his name, he has like... Seven different spots throughout his day right? It's like Kresh will go get tea over here He likes to have lunch here He'll have dinner here And you can go find him around the world If you want to recruit him later on So I thought that was really cool Everybody has You can uh, recruit somebody Then they all get three different specializations So enforcer recon and like hacker there was i forget the names and then within that then you can actually pick their traits as well so you'll recruit up to 20 people you can fully customize them from what kind of class they are and then what traits they have below that so i thought that was really cool london looks dope you can buy clothes you can customize all your characters they somehow have a lot of guns there fix was telling me there's no guns out there all of a sudden She's running around with an AK just like, blah, 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 blah. I don't think they had that.
0: Mabel, this is post-Brexit, right?
2: Yeah. See, I'm
0: I'm still living in a pre-Brexit world. You guys got a few years.
1: I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening. But that would be my choice. I do want to give a quick uh, honorable mention to dying lights no you'll get to that I really, you'll get,
0: you'll, we're okay, gonna talk okay, all we'll about you that. in a minute all right <laughs> Jesus. Gonna so we're gonna crazy. talk we're gonna talk about you in a minute just calm yourself down all right <laughs> Chill out. if i had to pick one uh for topic of the show this week i would pick minecraft dungeons which i know people like really that why are you picking that because i knew cyberpunk was gonna be big and ambitious and amazing i knew watchdogs was either i was even gonna love it or i was gonna hate it Minecraft Dungeons is a game that I love Minecraft, as most of you know. Minecraft, fantastic game. But Cyberpunk, I can't play with Hayley. Watch Dogs, I can't play with Hayley. Now, a dungeon-crawling Minecraft game where it's super... I'm super not in the mood anymore at the moment for hard games, and not hard in difficulty, just, like, in tone. I just need something lighthearted, relax, chill, run through this dungeon, kill a couple creepers, kill a couple of skeletons open this chest, and do it all over again. That was what I was most excited for. As much as, like, I said this on E3 pre-show, post-show, and the episode after that, Minecraft Dungeons, the more I look at that game, and I've watched that trailer about ten times already, I'm like, man, this could be really good. (laughs) I really hope it's like Minecraft, and they're just going to keep building upon it, which I assume they are, but we will see. So if I had to pick one, it would be Minecraft Dungeons. Nah, Mike! Second topic of the show is you were at E3. So, Number mm. one, how was your first ever E3? What was it like? Was it everything you was hoping for? How does it compare to, compare to a PAX or a Comic-Con or something of that?
1: Mm. Crash, look me in the eyes right now. Okay. I'm looking and you in the I eyes. Want you to think about, I want you to think about MC Fixer, okay? Now think about this pug. E3 <laughs> okay. was the greatest convention I've ever been to. Damn. E3 is a gamer's dream come true. What conventions have I been to? TwitchCon. Arena, uh, Comic-Con, and RTX, and none of them pale in comparison to E3 2019. It was so much fun. Games galore, conferences, Xbox experience was incredible. Everybody was having a good time. E3 is a must-do if you love video games and you want to see all the upcoming video games that you can play and get your hands-on and hands-off demos for. Now, I mean cyberpunk avengers final fantasy 7 felt like the- watchdogs those are all probably the biggest ones along with dragon ball z dragon ball z had a lot of people there y'all a lot of people at dragon ball z i didn't think i don't know what dragon ball is but i can tell you <laughs> this there was hundreds of people in that line every single that's time. what i'm talking about <laughs> swag g fuel walking bad mall pizza it was all there. It okay. was all there. It was great. So let me, the perfect time.
0: Let me ask you this then, because I think it would be fair to say you had a very privileged position when you went because of the, you being who you are, you who knowing who you know. If I have just Joe Schmoe he he's not quite an MC fixer. Let's just use Kretsch all for instance. Right, yeah, so, yeah, sure, sure, if sure, Crash sure. goes to E3, is he going to have as good experience as what you had?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. So I definitely want a preference. Kind of funny, got me into the three conferences. I bought all of my tickets and flights way before any of that happened. Yeah. So me, Christian and Marlon were all on the gamer pass, meaning we didn't get to skip the lines, meaning we didn't get to go in early, meaning we waited in lines outside the convention hall before it even opened. And I can tell you waiting through the lines, getting in during limited time frames was all worth it. I would go alone. I would go with a group. I would go as a gamer pass. I wouldn't need a media or industry badge Whatsoever I thought it was totally worth it I even felt like by the end of Day three we had hit every Single game that we wanted to to the Point where we were just walking around doing Nothing so really we had plenty Of time to accomplish (laughs) everything We wanted to do Microsoft Crushed it for the fans Microsoft Also so you have the two convention Halls that everybody knows right But Microsoft theater is right Across the streets and Xbox and Microsoft Did their own event Next door Now, this was free for anybody with a gamer ticket. So you did have to technically have an E3 ticket. But you could go over there. Microsoft had a beautiful AC theater. They had all of your favorite upcoming Xbox games that you could play. They had extended hours. So for me as a gamer, I wasn't allowed to go until 2 o'clock on day number one. So we only got five hours in the show, 2 to 7. Day number two, we didn't go in until noon. We weren't allowed until noon. And day three, we weren't allowed in until 9 a.m. So Microsoft really came in clutch there for all of the gamers out there because they were open for nine to seven every single day God, throughout yeah. E3. So you could go spend your time over there, then walk over to E3 proper. It was incredible. And so, yeah, I mean, we had a good, good time walking around just as gamers like Cresh would be, like you or I would be, not and me. it was well whoa, worth
0: it. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, not in you. No,
1: you <laughs> he's I'm, looking at us is, on the ivory tower. There is tower, no y'all.
0: way on God's given earth I'm ever going to E3 if I don't have a media badge. Not happening.
1: No, no. No
0: way, dude. No, you don't need a media badge. You you think I would fly from here to America for a conference and not get a media badge? You're nuts. You are crazy. Come on, get over here. You are crazy. Never. Never. (laughs) I want everyone to listen to episode 190 of My Xbox and Me, and I promise you. You won't catch MC Fixer going to E3 without a media badge. It's not happening. And not because I'm snooty. And not because I think I'm better than anybody. No. Just because that's a long way to travel for not a work thing. And if I'm not going for work, why the f*** am I here? Boom. I could have got you a My Xbox and me media badge.
1: You can flex on it like that? No,
0: you could have done it. You could have done it. It's not hard to I get mean, a media was... badge. All you need is a I will YouTube say channel does seem to be
1: hard. It's not everybody hard. Everybody and their mama have I've been approved. I've been approved three knows.
0: years. Three years in a row I've been approved. I just could never afford to go. You could have you got one. It's just you didn't try it.
1: Crash, write it down. Write it down. I, Always yeah. remi- remember yeah. that. Okay, remember that. I'm just saying you and that. I. Got I it right here. I'm we'll just... go down as the My Xbox and Me podcast representatives <laughs> next time.
0: I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> but um, anything else you want to add? Obviously, congratulations on hosting the GameSpot. Panel with oh, Greg and Tim, that was amazing. So, congrats. yeah, that was
1: fun. That was a great experience. Uh, I did not know I had to be the tiebreaker until two <laughs> minutes beforehand. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I had a big list. I was going to bring up Gears of War five. I was going to bring up Watch Dogs, and they're like, you know what? final fantasy seven and cyberpunk mike and i was like all right i'll be the sophie's choice let's do it yeah
0: how was that how on, was that how was the whole experience i'm sure you met a ton of new best friends and stuff like that so how was oh that?
1: yeah so many kind of funny best friends walking around we met them at ea play all the way through e3 oh yeah you, we was,
0: a... you were a part of ea play we were doing the reaction yeah. and yeah. then oh, the end we're like yeah. oh, oh shit <laughs>
1: Yeah, EA Play was really, really great. I thought EA did a phenomenal job. And mind you, that whole event for the two days was totally for free. Yeah. So that's two days before E3, Saturday, Sunday, totally for free. They brought in celebrities. They had Greg Miller hosting. Andrea Renee was going to be there. Thank God she's all recovered yeah. and well now. But, like, they had big names there. They had Pokemane, Dr. Disrespect, this guy David, Dobra, David had Dobrik. David more... Dobrik. Not Dobra. Yeah, this, Dobrik. He's dude, huge. He's that guy had the
0: disrespect more people yes.
1: I've ever seen in my yes. entire life. He had moms, babies, yeah. daughters, oh, sons. Yeah. There was a line to see that guy. His meet and greet was at one o'clock, you two. There was a line at 8 30 a.m. No. to go to in there and wait for the meet and greet just to see him. And then after I've been it, there, was like, going, I've been it was going it was 2 30, and people were still trying to line up to see him. The lady was like, No, there's already a thousand people in line. Like, we're not doing that. They just kept circling. They're like, We got to meet this guy. We got to meet this guy. We got to meet this guy. I've been that crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, EA, EA Play was truly totally in- incredible. They had all the game stations. Apex Legends had a huge presence. Anthem was there, Madden 20. FIFA had a tournament. I mean, like, did you to see FIFA gameplay? I-, I saw FIFA gameplay. That's,
0: yep. I'm glad someone did because we didn't get to see it. Back home, they didn't show us anything.
1: Oh yeah, they didn't really hit the sports games, right?
0: It was trash. They showed a ton of Madden. Madden got loads. Yeah, FIFA. We got a trailer about Vibo or whatever it's bloody called. And I was just just like, and they just talked about. it. I was like, where's the gameplay? They didn't.
2: It wasn't even on the main
1: stage, right? No, the main stage. They were doing everything. Yeah.
0: FIFA got no, didn't they have,
1: uh, they had, what's his name? Trevor Noah come out with Golden Boy.
0: Oh, yeah, but they didn't. That was that like, was, five minutes. That was like <laughs> three minutes. It was that literally, was... oh, he, knew, he was just like flexing cause he knew about FIFA. I'm like, bro, we all know about FIFA. Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't care who you are. Get out of here. Jeez.
1: but it was cool because they're promoting the new game mode which should be more kind of like fifa street nope. and so what they did was they hosted a fifa street tournament ah, so they brought oh, in yeah. teams from la mm. they set up their own little like you know indoor soccer arena and then they just played for hours on end in front of everybody in the station
0: i'd rather just saw the That's game dope. just just show me the game maybe maybe i, I mean call me old-fashioned but i just like to see the game
1: they know it sells well. They don't got to show you the game. You're going to buy it anyways. Yeah, that's,
0: that's very true. I will. That's true. They very true. <laughs> they buy it anyway. Don't worry that's about very, it. Very, very true. I will. All right, let's move on because I know you've got to get out of here sharply uh, today. So we won't do what's in your box because I've not been planning anything anyway. Um, but we'll move straight into the news, which is our first story, which is EA... <laughs> EA VP claims loot boxes uh, should be... Co- <laughs> I can't read this without laughing. I'm sorry. EAVP claims loot boxes should be called surprise mechanics uh, and says it's not gambling and it's eth- ethical. Uh, ethical. EA executive appeared before a panel today in UK Parliament to talk about the issue with loot box gambling issues that has taken uh, the media and gaming industry by storm blah 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 EA's vice president uh, of legal uh, Kerry Hopkins insisted during the session that loot boxes should be instead called surprise mechanics and uh, they should be compared to compared with to other uh, to other surprise toys that have been around for years uh, in many different forms whether it's a Kinder egg or a Hatchimals um whatever any statement continues to provide uh, a bunch of out-of-touch industry exits with uh, with customers and the quote we got here is do you think that the way we uh we think sorry we do think that the way we've implemented these kind of mechanics and fifa of course is our big one uh, our fifa ultimate team and our packs is actually quite ethical and quite fun uh, quite enjoyable to people we do agree with the uk gambling." uh we do agree with the UK Gambling Commission, the Australia Gambling Commission, and many other gambling commissions that they aren't gambling, and we also disagree that there's evidence to show uh, it le- uh, there is evidence to show it leads to gambling. Instead, we think, like many other uh, products, that people enjoy in a healthy way, and like the element of surprise. I will allow you two to go off first on this whole uh ea vp thing if you'd like crush feel free to kick us off
2: i just want to say it's always a good sign when you're trying to argue that something is good when you're like uh we think it's good just like these other people that think it's good um this is kind of like i would expect this in a comedy movie you know this <laughs> seems very like comedy skit like to me Um
0: it's so out of touch it's so out of yeah. touch uh Mike, anything on this one
1: You know, Fix, I think what it is is they know that this is their cash cow, right? They know they make so much money off these Ultimate Team packs that if this was to happen and they lose that, they're going to be in a big-time situation. So they have to somehow start to write the narrative and kind of spin the story of, like, no – It's all right. Everybody enjoys these. You would like these. You've been doing this for years, you know? So they have to somehow get this, uh, the story back on their side. They have to protect this because you, you know, the cash that they make off this, they have to protect this right now because (laughs) this is just, it's too much money on the table. If they lose this, they're in deep trouble. They got, then they're going to have a lot of question marks.
0: me, personally, I don't think uh, loot boxes is gambling. Personally, I do think it has gambling tendencies. That's where I stand on on this matter. But to call loot boxes uh, surprise mechanics is the biggest load of bullshit ever. And I hope anyone with half a brain understands that it, this is just executives trying to be smart with their wording. And it's ridiculous. I will. I am totally down to admit that opening a loot box or a pack is fun. And it is this element of surprise of what I'm going to get. But it's done in such a scummy way. And it's at such a high cost that it's impossible to actually enjoy it. I play a ton of FIFA every year. Um, love FIFA as a game. Unfortunately, it's not great at the moment. It's not the best day. But I love football games. I love the football sim. And the fact that they've even tried to come out and defend themselves in this manner. I'm not saying I agree with you, Mike. They needed to come out and say something and they either try to twist it into a certain way because it makes them a shed ton of money, but to try and call it a surprise mechanic is disgusting.
1: Yeah. I, I just don't know the... I think they're like me, where it's like, what's the other wording then? You know what I mean? It's like, the question is, it's like you said, they have to control the narrative and spin it in their direction, but you don't but they really have that. many they good done words that here, for have they? But, like oh, here. I mean, I I mean they they tried. It wasn't good, and we all <laughs> okay, probably yeah. agree with that. But like, yeah. what I'm saying is, is like they're all in the boardroom, right? And the question becomes, is like, okay, Becky Sue, like, what's the wordplay that you're gonna spin this for us? Like, who's the writer here? How are we gonna get this going our favor? And Somebody's like, well, you know, you used to buy knickknacks for a quarter in that one machine. They would just spit out at you. Let's call it a surprise, you know. Yeah. And so probably not the best, but they had to come up with something. Not the best choice there, but, I mean, who among us could really come up with a better one to sell something that we know isn't that great in the first place, you know? That's very Which true. Which is, yeah, you're right. You're right. i give you that. I could this uh, is, I Go on.
2: Realistically, like, this is the best way they could have sold it. Like, anything short of this is, like, let's try, maybe... Maybe even it becomes a meme and this turns positive in some sort of way. It won't. Like, who knows? No.
0: Usually I'm one to defend companies. Not because I choose to do that. Just because I try and see things from... I try and play devil's advocate and I see it from a business perspective. This, I cannot see how they... Whoever was like, we're going to go to the UK Parliament and say that loot boxes and ultimate team packs are... The fun is the surprise mechanics. And no. Get the hell out of it. They know they know what they're doing, and I'm not spending any more time on this. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> Next up, uh ab- <laughs> idiots uh next up obsidian gains publishing rights to alpha protocol uh, according to tech raptor uh, sega's publishing right for alpha protocol has expired uh the fallout uh of this deal means that obsidian now holds the publishing rights for the game in response to that uh to the change of right uh, publishing rights long story short the obsidian have now got it which now means xbox now own the rights to alpha protocol i've never played those games um but more IP. Yay, that Microsoft done. I thought, I wasn't going to add this, and I was like, well, I kind of have to. It's my Xbox and me. Microsoft now own a new IP, so cool. Anyone ever played these games? Nope.
1: No. no, I'm looking them up right now. I recognize the cover art, but I don't know anything I about I remember uh, when these games dropped,
2: they were pretty big. They I think they were a niche but a lot of people were talking about how good it was it was sort of critically acclaimed but it has a cult very following popular.
0: very much so not yeah. a it never hit the widespread medium it was it's, people that play it they like usually they like it and they like oh we should get more and then i know there was another one they did this one and there was another one if i'm not mistaken one was a blue cover one was a red cover if i'm not mistaken yeah. but yeah no i've never did it for me uh and yeah but xbox own new ip so cool Next up, Cyberpunk seven, uh, 2077, Carno Reeves has the most dialogue of any character besides the character you are. CG Projekt Red revealed Carno Reeves' uh, Johnny Silverhand has more lines of dialogue than any character in Cyberpunk 2077, with the exception of the, playable char- uh, the player character V. Co founder and joint CEO of CG Projekt Red, uh, Marcin. Marcin? I'm not that. Polish name I'm not gonna get uh devolved this inf- um, information in an interview quote we had a lot of back and forth and we decided to approach it, him uh, we decided to approach him it was about a year ago there was a meeting arranged and we showed him the script and he immediately got into the role and really liked it I think it's really worth uh, to mention that maybe it's I think it's really worth to mention that maybe it's Academyo. maybe it's just a short side quest kind of person no He's the number two character in terms of line and spoken text in the entire game. Um, I think he, uh, I have a. I think we have a brand fifteen days of voice of recordings in the studio. So it's huge. It's huge. You see, uh, you will see a lot of Keanu. You will hear even more of Keanu in the game. Mike, you've seen the game. Did you get that sort of vibe that he's, or not that portion that you saw? In the
1: thirty minutes that we saw, he was not. Uh, he was definitely there, but not prevalent. You know what I mean? Uh, This is making it seem like he's going to kind of be like that, you know, Oracle in your ear. He's going to be popping up in your wrist a lot. Mm -hmm. In the demo that we saw, he was probably in it a grand total of two times, which didn't feel like, oh, it's overwhelming Keanu all the time. This makes it seem like, oh, we got 15 days worth of voice recordings. It's going to be overwhelming Keanu. I think the biggest one that stands out to me is like, they, they did this just a year ago. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. amazing to think. It's like when we talk about these giant games and their development, they find Keanu a year ago and they're like, you know what? Let's just add him into a game. Like, that's wild to me. I thought this would have been a five year project no. and Keanu would have had to have been through ride or die with all of it, you know?
0: What I would imagine is they had someone in there in place, a, a voice actor in there doing all this. And it was like, that's fine. But if we can get, and you got to think about Keanu Reeves' relevance right now, he is he has got his most uh, his yeah. most uh, love right now compared to maybe Matrix. Like He's he's up there. John Wick killing it. Obviously, this whole thing's just blown out of control. The memes are ridiculous and so fun, but he's got his most stock now is what I was trying to say. So a year ago, John Wick comes out now, nah, people are loving that, then this, and there's a bunch of other things. I think there was something in place of this and I'm sure he went in there and just killed it. It was like, well, we've got to add this, we've got to add this, we've got to add this and then, boom, yeah. Bob's your uncle, and there you go. you got to think, They us say it's probably three or four days' worth of voice recording. And they, they say, oh, they've got 15 days' worth. So, okay. Yeah. So, they probably cut, maybe they did a month of recording, and they cut a lot. Of, they, there's going to be a lot of cuts and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. interested. I'm interested to see how it all comes together. But, yeah, I agree with you. The year surprised me as well, Mike, where I'm like, huh. D- this is um, this coming later on. But they say that about video games a lot. They all comes yeah. together at the end, and that's why there's such a high crunch and stuff like that, which not something I agree with, but sometimes that's just how it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you also have to remember, like, a lot of the stuff is not fully in place when you're recording stuff and making games in general. So, like, a lot of the voice acting and stuff is all placeholder voice acting, mm. right? A lot of that doesn't fully get put in until more closer towards the end. Yeah. Uh, which obviously has changed now that they use more mocap and stuff like that. I don't know exactly how that's affected it. Affected it. And I don't even know if Keanu Reeves did mocap for this or they had someone else and okay. used the models.
0: Not um, sure. Not. But yeah, this makes sure. sense. Yeah, I think you get someone like
2: Keanu, you put him in as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't underutilize someone with that much charisma. Yeah. Like, no point. It's like having a Snowball Mike on the show and then only using him for ten seconds. Like, why would you do that?
1: Yeah, why would you do that? Just content- I'm, a, I'm a tiger in a cage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Playground Games is hiring Rockstar and ex-land head developers for an RPG project. Um, Playground Games is cooking up something in their RPG project. It's certainly attracting some big names behind the scenes, according to a recent LinkedIn announcement. Uh, Neil Davis was the senior lighting artist for Rockstar North while development, developing uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, Michael Leone. Did I say that right?
1: i'll go with that yeah i like that Uh,
0: meanwhile was a game designer for rockstar uh rockstar uh just until after red dead redemption a red dead's release last year and finally we had tom maddox maddox uh joins the team who is a audio designer who used to work um at Lionhead and also worked on fable legends when that was in does anyone remember fable legends i played it that was the first ever egx i went to has not wow, you got to play that? I played wow. Fable Legends. i played Fable Legends. Yeah. Which one's was one you,
1: it? was like a dungeon builder where one person got to control and then three people had to run through it or four people. Yeah, no, that I've, game I've was got, actually pretty good.
0: I've, I've, obviously, I'm in the middle of moving out right now because I move out into the, wow. the month. And uh, I was going through my press. So I've got a box for the press stuff. And I have so many wristbands of Fable Legends where it was my first event and I was just grabbing everything that I could. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, obviously hopefully this means they're working on fable we know it's an rpg now it's pretty much confirmed the rumors has always been that it's fable and even more so now maybe we see it next um e3 we're making it a launch title for the xbox scarlet maybe
1: would you want it as a launch title
0: i mean i would yeah
1: okay I love yeah Pacto. i think it would play well with uh halo you know what I mean? Because you're gonna have a good first-person shooter there. You're gonna kind of want a nice RPG, story-driven yeah. to touch yeah. on that. I think it would go well with that for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, one, th- it's go on. Play.
2: Do you think it messes with their releasing games in three-month spans plan? Or you think the launch I, I of a think, system is I special? Think
0: launching a special a, a system is way different. You have to launch okay. with. You have to launch with at least three or four exclusives, right? Yeah
2: probably they're not and usually
0: and yeah. launch titles are not usually great so if we we're getting halo which we haven't got since. and then fable as well halo imagine we get halo fable falls are we didn't show a falls are so halo fable falls are um and then i don't know something another new ip would be cool um yeah we'll have to wait and see really but yeah i i'd love fable to be a launch title for the new console personally yeah.
1: And you'll probably get a couple sports titles without to round that round that out. If it goes off on holiday, part, you'll though. get FIFA yeah, and that's, Madden.
0: That'd be third party yeah. stuff, so I'm talking yeah. strictly exclusive wise. Like we got what do we get? on of Rome, uh Fools Are. What else did we get? This gen? on of Rome, There's I'm trying to think.
2: A third game, no? Sunset Overdrive wasn't a launch. Wasn't
0: title launched, right. no. Oh man. I know I have got FIFA with mine, like Mike saying, holiday windows. So they're going to drop it with a FIFA with a sports game, which I totally agree. Probably Madden, because they haven't got the rights for FIFA. Um, but yeah, it's a, I can't think of the last one. But yeah, this this to me smells like it could be coming relatively soon. That seem a little bit weird for them to be hiring this late, though. If it is a launch title game, so I don't know. But maybe they needed someone extra to work on the lighting, audio, um, and what was the last one? Lighting, audio, and game design. I don't know about the game design. Um, so maybe this is further off than I even think. So wish we will thinking on my behalf that Fables are It title. could
2: it could also be that they're like the way the game's going right now, they're like we have something really good here. Let's already start planning for whatever we do next. Possibly. That could possibly
0: possibly true be it as well. True. Next up, MPD has come out. Oh, actually, I missed the story there. Uh, First off, Microsoft is the uh, most streamed uh, conference in the last, uh, for the third year in a row. Uh, 1.5 million uh, watched on Twitch, watched Xbox's conference. 1.4 watched Ubisoft's. Uh, 1.2 watched Bethesda's. 888K watched Square Enix. 853K watched the PC Gamer Show. 728k watched Nintendo, 678k watched Evolver, and 463k watched EA. Um, Some of them have come up and down since last year, but yeah, for a third year in a row, Xbox is the most watched on Twitch, which is really interesting because they they push a lot of people to Mixer because that's their platform, so it's cool to see, and I wonder if that counts as co-streams or not.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's actually a really good point because they have you it as a mm-hmm. co-stream now. If you stream, yeah. Um, hmm. I wonder. I don't. I don't know. think. I think it is. Uh, it counts co-streams because I don't think their numbers were that high.
0: Not that I remember. Maybe it counts the VOD as well, though. And I've not checked the VOD. Maybe. So, yeah, just an interesting piece of news there. Uh, next up, MPD. We got the best-selling games of 2019 in the US. Number uh, one is Mortal Kombat 11. Number two, Days Gone. Number three, Total War, Three Kingdoms. Number four, Rage 2. Number five, GTA 5. Number six, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Doesn't include digital, nor did Rage. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 at number seven. Number eight, MLB The Show. Number nine, Minecraft. And number 10, NBA 2K19. Uh, That was for May US best-selling games, which is interesting. I didn't think Mortal Kombat would be that high. Gresh, I know you played it, but it it seems to have it has the people that love it love it but i don't hear about it that often
2: because so with mortal kombat mortal kombat's had this really bad stigma with fighting games in general where it's like people will buy it they'll play it for the first week and then they drop off of it it has a very casual audience they'll get it they'll play it they'll play towers they'll play the story whatever and then they move on to the next thing.
0: Well, to to carry on there, the best selling games of the year so far go like this: which is Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Tom Clancy's Division 2, Anthem, Resident Evil 2, Yeah, Super Smash Super Smash Bros, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Days god MLB The Show, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um, Mortal Kombat is just it sold well in May, and it's also now in. the The top 10 best selling games of the year which is nuts yeah so does that say a lot more about the year that we've had or the the quality of mortal kombat and how they marketed it
2: uh i think it's a bit of both i think the marketing like every year every time netheralms releases a new game the marketing gets better um also very hip in terms of the music they use for their marketing as well because i remember when the music for this in particular dropped a lot of old times mortal kombat fans were like What is this stuff? Because it's very modern rap music. Uh, So I'm sure that appeals to younger kids who are watching the
1: trailer and whatnot. Um, Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Mike, are you surprised by any of the games in the top 10?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm surprised by Mortal Kombat. You know, not as a fighting game fan. And that game came out in April, I believe. Right, Crash? So, you know, it's only been out there for a couple of months and crushing it so far. And you can really tell how big it must have sold because if it's above... Kingdom Hearts 3, Division 2 We know a lot of people bought Division 2 So I think that's pretty big Resident Evil 2 I think it's a pretty good list. I do want to give a shout out to May's top selling games. You get NBA 2K19 up there. Do you think it was because they sold the game for $3? They somehow? messed
0: up. I knew you tweeted I, me. They had to mess Wait, that up. Wait, when
1: did this yeah, happen? They,
0: Mike tweeted me and I went to check the store. I didn't tweet you back. I apologize for that. But you tweeted me. I checked the store and it was already gone again. And I was like, no! Because oh, I wanted to buy it. Maybe that has something to do with helping it sell. Um, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. I'll be honest. But that was, yeah, it was it was fixed pretty quickly though.
1: Yeah, I thought they typoed that out wrong, and they sent it out, and they were selling it for three ninety nine. It's like, do you mean thirty nine ninety nine? You know, and so yeah. people definitely took advantage of that. And I wonder if that got it up. Of course, you do have the NBA Finals out here throughout yeah. the month of May, but I mean, for that to finally cro- uh, crack the top ten is a pretty big deal. And then a couple of staples in there, so that was pretty cool. Minecraft, Minecraft. What the heck? That's awesome.
0: Dude, that game's... I love it. Just, ah, give me more. Give me more. And then last but not least, we got the top 10 selling games for just Xbox, which is Mortal Kombat, Rage 2, Red Dead Redemption, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, GTA 5, NBA 20K19, 2K19, Jesus. Uh, Minecraft, Forza Horizon 4, still going strong, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Steve still lives on Xbox. siege still lives on xbox maybe not everywhere Uh, else but it still lives on xbox
2: yeah that's actually i'm very surprised about siege still being there siege still breaks like all sorts of lists and gets a lot of eyes on it it
0: it's kind of uh, players but i didn't expect it to still be selling yeah which is cool yeah
2: um i wonder with siege in particular they do a lot of free-to-play weekends that's true so i wonder if that affects it at all
0: Probably because then they put a sale on it usually straight after, like they did with NBA. NBA was free to play, and then it went that eighteen pounds. Um, I'm sure it doesn't hurt, but for it to be in the top ten for May is what happened. Was there a was there a pro league or something this this May? I'm not sure. I don't remember. There's always stuff going on in that game. That's the thing. Like yeah. outside that, so I just don't keep track of it all. So maybe that was it, and maybe that's what helped push a few more copies. But yeah. <laughs> Last last story of the week. Here we have former Epic, uh, product director would have cancelled Fallout, uh, Fallout, Fortnite. In an interview with Gaming Former, former Epic Games product uh, director Rod Ferguson, who now works for the Correlation, says that if he had stayed at Epic, he would have cancelled Fortnite. Quote. When it was Fortnite Save the World, that project uh, that just had some changes, Ferguson said, as a director of product uh, of product at the time, that game would not have passed my bar. For something we should keep, uh, we should continue to keep going. So at any time, people look at me like, "Don't you feel bad?" And I'm like, "No, you should feel good because that game you love and that the world is a worldwide sensation would not exist had I stayed at Epic." what a big miss if he if he would have cancelled this imagine
2: yeah but if he was there we probably like even if he doesn't cancel it we probably don't get um battle royale
0: no we don't that's the point we don't get it which don't get me wrong i don't think this is that big of a hot take because we've we obviously that game was shown so long ago fortnite and then to see it sort of it sort of limped out and if it wasn't for remember if it wasn't for pubg There be no battle royale Fortnite. Yeah, simple as that. If PUBG doesn't have the success that it has at the time, we have no Fortnite because they literally come out and said, "Yeah, we like that concept and we we took it."
2: Yeah, simple Um, as that. if, If there's no PUBG, Fortnite doesn't go battle royale and Paragon still lives to this day.
0: Who remembers Paragon? Well, well, Shout out to Paragon. Well, we don't remember Shout it here on Xbox because yeah. we we don't it didn't come to Xbox. Oh, that's so, right. So this is how this is why you don't get true. to co-host often because you don't know that that's You don't know those little things. You got to know the little details when it comes to the Xbox yeah. audience. Mike, would you have cancelled Fortnite?
1: <laughs> you know, in the whirlwind of things, when you're out there and you're the big dog at that company, you're looking at what makes money. And probably when somebody approached me with that, I'd probably tell them, you know what, we got to throw that in the can. We got to keep it moving. But, of course, you don't see a year from now, five years from now, when you're in the world win, unfortunately. And so it takes some of those, you know, tough decisions to say, hey, let's keep it going. Here it is. Some people leave and don't get to make that judgment call to kill it. So, you know, good for them. It's changed the world completely. And I really like – you know, you notice what he said there. You know, I would have killed that. I really – I went hands-on with Gears of War 5 Escape Mode. I like seeing over there at the Coalition them kind of changing up Gears of War and adding some new mechanics to it. I think Escape Mode was really cool. They're going to make Escape Mode Builder where you get to customize the Escape Mode yeah. map. I think they're really doing some things where they're thinking outside the box now after looking at other companies where they're like, hey, we could change up what we're doing and make a lot of money. They're thinking that as well.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting just to hear someone. I would never have admitted this. I would never oh, yeah. have come out and been like, I would have cancelled Fortnite. Never. I couldn't... I, I, in my heart, I'd be like, people are going to judge me for the rest of my life. People already judge me for the rest of my life. But I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. No, thank but you.
2: it's very important to like, remember, he's not saying he would cancel Battle Royale. No, Fortnite. no, no, no. Fortnite was a game before that, yes. and it was uh, Save the save Day. The world. Save the World. Save the world mm-hmm. Which, when it was first shown, and early builds of that game... It wasn't a good game. It was, Save the world's apparently a lot better now.
0: It was fine. And we have yeah. BRs. So. Have you seen the horde mode by the way? I didn't put in the news this week, but there's a horde mode now in Fortnite. Like in the no. free to play Fortnite there's a horde mode. Unless I dreamt it, but I'm pretty sure there's a there's a horde mode thing that I want to check out. Maybe I talk about you it. Might have dreamt week. it. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. My as uh, Games leaving Game Pass this month in June uh, as of the 30th. You've got Dead Island, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, uh, Shadow Complex Remastered, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Zombie Army Trilogy, and uh, Next Up Hero leaves the 27th of June. Going into Game Pass, you have Resident Evil Revelations uh, the 20th today. I've actually never beat that Resident Evil game. One of the very few that I've never beat. Own it, never beat it. So... Perfect. Get to play it on Xbox One now. rare uh, replay-, replay goes in today as well, the 20th. Uh, you've got Torment Tides of Norm... n- 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 Numenera. Numenera. Cool, I'll take it. Bad name. The 27th. I and remember. Goat Simulator, which that is for PC. That's for P- uh, Game Pass Ultimate, I should add. The uh, Num n- 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 one. Uh, and Goat Simulator is for console and PC. So there you have it. Mike is in a rush, and so we're not going to do Fix the Sack. So this gives you more time to email in, My Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, but before we do that, Mike, is there anything you played outside of uh, what we've spoken about that really deserves to be spoken about on the show this week?
1: Don't go anywhere. Uh, definitely want to touch on Man of Medan. Of course, that is super massive, coming out with its second game after Until Dawn, which oh, now will that. be on all consoles. That. That, that is that. part of the... That's part of the dark picture anthology, yeah. and I truly thought that was incredible. Doom Eternal was fire. Gears of War Five Escape Mode. Look forward to that three player couch co op or online co or our online co op. That was really fun. If you haven't already, go check out Forza Lego Speed Champions. That is a lot of fun. Really cool. Really cute, and it's an odd. It's just really cool mix. And when I was asking the guy, he said it's the first time Lego has ever been used in the quote. Real Real world world, right and what I'm saying is Is as you're driving you look Off in the distance and it's still The normal Forza video game look Right there's the prairie there's the trees But when you're up close and personal On the sides of the roads it's all Lego blocks so you are smashing into A Lego bush but about 10 feet After that it looks like a real tree So it's a very weird blend that I've never Seen before and it is a lot of fun It's cute it's exciting Uh, Let's keep it going Ghost Recon Breakpoint Is a ton of fun Definitely a huge change up from Wildlands.
0: So go into more of that because I heard Tim talk about it on GameCast and he hated it. But everything he was saying he hated about the game, I loved what he was saying. Oh,
1: so I loved it. I loved it. Talk to me. So So it's more realistic. You guys know me. It's much more realistic. So if we go back really quick to Wildlands, you guys know Wildlands was a huge open world. It was very cool. The world was kind of bland because it was in that desert type area, we'll call it. And you could really just kind of ride a motorcycle off a cliff. You could show up and kill a hundred guys and just yep. start tearing through people. This is not that kind of game mode. So now it is very close over the shoulder. It reminded me of Gears of War. It's tight. It's close. You all three you or all four of you pick a certain team member, right? So there's nomad, there's three other guys, and they all have their own class specialization. So you'll still get the full character customization like Wildlands. Yeah. But it's like fixes the sniper Crash is the recon guy. I'm the demolition guy. We all have our own special moves that we accumulate after killing people and then we can use, right? Crash throws down an assault bag. Fix becomes invisible. I don't know. And so it was really cool and it's very tactical, right? It's not run and gun. When you meet, the wolves for the first time they are extremely powerful they are ex ghosts and there is no I'm fighting some guy out in the desert and he dies in two shots it's like these guys have body armor they have the same guns you have they will flank around you without you knowing and so it really becomes a game of is the team set up correctly are we taking every move the right way and it's it's more about teamwork than just running and gunning which I really liked. it's very beautiful the world looks so much better it's very in depth and uh, this game is a, a definitely a must-play if you like those Tom Clancy games, you like co-op action. Story-driven? Story story is definitely going to be a key element in this one, for sure. We got to play a story mission. We got to play what you saw at the Ubisoft conference yeah. that kind of get down into that uh, you know bunker and save that lady. And it's very, very cool of we all play as fo- somebody different and we all get the same cutscene, but we're our character who actually has voice lines, which is very cool. So like, you'll see the chick, I'll see Nomad, the guy, you yeah. will see the other dude. And like, we're all doing the same, we're all doing the same cutscene, but it's cool stuff like that. You get a lot of old cutscenes scenes with Nomad and John Bernthal's character and how they're uh, connected and how they kind of grew up together. So yes, it's going to be very story driven, which will be cool. Um gone Crash let's see. Crash
0: go
1: on uh, Oh yeah, Crash, Crash. How questions. did the AI seem? Smart. Tough. Smart. Okay. There's uh there's a lot of alien or there's a lot of AI drones, as you saw. That's kind of like the big yeah. selling point is these drones, right? And there is a drone dog. Not to be confused with like you know, the division dog, it doesn't look like that. It's more like it has wheels, it's got a gun, and that thing was hunting us down. It was very strong, very powerful, tough to take down, and that thing was a lot of fun to battle against. So, cool. yes, the AI is very smart. It's not run into your face and just die. They're going to take cover. They're going to work against you to try to knock you out. Cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I got to play... Biomutant, which I'm very excited about Still, that's been a long time coming Darksiders Genesis Now this is a total departure Of what you know from Darksiders Does not look the same It's kind of that top down You know, I would call it I don't know, it's like the dungeon crawler But the character that you're playing as Has guns now, okay. so it feels like a twin stick shooter uh-huh. His name is uh, Stride or something like that Strife. Strife, and he has two guns So like you're using the twin sticks a lot more than just like Diablo hack and slash. Oh, yeah. And you can play that two players. As of right now, the second person will play as war the big guy with the sword. So that's like a change that goes more Diablo. Cause he's just hacking and slashing. And they say they want to get it up to four player co-op. So we'll see who they add Wolfenstein young blood. This is going to change Wolfenstein forever. The world is much bigger. Like they said, co-op experience makes it way more fun And Wolfenstein looked really good, just like Doom Eternal did. And the final one, of course, I got to go hands-on with Final Fantasy VII was my last game of show. We were the last demo group there, and that was kids were screaming about it. You guys know I've only played Final Fantasy XV in my day, but they did a phenomenal job at setting the tone. You walk in, you're in this train station, there's smoke everywhere, there's sirens, this cute girl pops up. She's, like, giving you the rundown, like, oh, you got to plant the bomb, go do this, go do that did a great job at setting it up and then everybody started cheering we go out we played the demo you saw at the square enix conference and it was a lot of fun it feels just really reminds me of final fantasy 15 that like hack and slash and then you'll stop you'll do some of your spells that you want to do you switch over to the other character he's hacking and slashing he does some of his spells and you're really building up to use those spells to get the kills that you want but beautiful much faster pace which for somebody like me who doesn't have the time or the patience to do the turn based this is how you get the casual audience into it
0: so did it have obviously the slowdowns? very important to people like crash and and me now that i'm playing seven because i actually love it um did you did it have a good mixture could you does it feel like you could have played it either or way?
1: You will not beat the game only hacking and slashing. You have to slow it down and do the magic and do the AP moves. Like you'll see, it's like you're going to hack and slash for about 10 slashes and you'll either fill the bar halfway or you'll fill it to the full where you can do two moves or one move and you'll use those constantly. So it's not like, oh, it's slowing the game down a lot. It's like you're going to be hitting it. You're going to slow it down. You're going to go to the two moves. You're going to go back to hitting it and then vice versa. It was cool.
0: Cool. Oh well, thank you very much, Mike, for your thoughts and impressions. I appreciate it. Uh, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what you got to plug this week, dude?
2: Twitch.tv forward slash Crashnick.
0: All I got. All I got. All I got. All all I got. I got. <laughs> Mike, what about you?
1: Patreon.com uh, slash up. McFixer. It keeps the lights on, and I want to thank each and every one of you for always tuning in and supporting MC Fixer and the My Xbox of Me. Cash. You got Crash. You got me. When I'm alive and feeling well But guess what, it's all because of the big man here In the middle, he brings us together We talk about the one console that we love That's Xbox, I know baby And of course you can catch him live at twitch.tv Slash MC Broadcasting all the time And I hear a rumor, Crash, did you hear the rumor? Don't say the it. Rumor? Don't say I it. A, I heard a rumor. It's okay, not true. I really want to, want to know, know the rumor, rumor, though. It's not yeah, true. I heard a rumor.
0: Now you're going to have people thinking there's something going on. There's nothing going They're on. People are going to cheer from the streets. They're, They're going to be
1: so happy. You're an idiot. You're the best. You're an idiot. <laughs> Go support MC Fixer. He's incredible. YouTube.com slash MC Fixer.
0: Thank you all uh, for watching. I appreciate it. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. After Mike's big, long uh, rant there, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm actually taking some time off, Um, so everyone's aware. I'm going to be taking the whole of July off uh, from streaming. Uh, You're still going to get uh, my Xbox and me, but I am moving And to be honest with you, I've got a lot going on personally. So, uh, nothing will change here on My Xbox and Me. Um, I'm working on a video to put up on Patreon for people to understand that. And that will go out everywhere so everyone will understand what's going on a little bit more. Uh, But currently, My Xbox and Me is not meant to be changing. Uh, We'll try and get people in to do the show. If not, I will do the show solo and change up the format. But it's a work in progress. We will get there um thank you all for the support i appreciate it like i say you'll get some more information out of me very 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 soon but until then i will love you leave you and see you all later goodbye Bye.